9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Gave out all kinds of like terrible service. Like an awful, and like, and like, and did not have to provide any kind of decent customer service because they were like the only game in town because it was a, effectively a monopoly. Yeah, we I mean, had to like, pay hundred thousand dollars to what's to that? join that game. Like, yeah, that's pay, it's, yeah, yeah. The, taxi license. Was but what's so? What are they saying now? So they're cutting it. So they're getting rid of the license. So a lot of these so guys, all these guys are saying, "Where's my hundred G's back?" Right. Yeah. Because no a lot kidding. of the, a lot of them uh, right? would use. I mean, that. yeah, I would be pissed. If yeah, I, was no, like, I would be pissed. Because a lot of people to get into this business now, it's worth nothing. I don't like anybody. Right. Keith knows. <laughs> Keith knows this. Like I, like I had a grandfather who was apparently a cab driver. I didn't know him, but like sounded like a jerk because he like, was a cab. No, he seemed like an all right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. He was dead anyway. And but he was a cab driver, so I was like, so for a while there, like I'm like, oh yes, I have some sort of deep, deep ingrained respect for the profession. And, for, and then I'm like, no man, these guys are carny as fuck. Like and, yeah. and like and seriously, like when when something like Uber can come in. And just say, look, now anybody's going to be able to drive a car and pick you up. And the service is instantly comparable, if not better, than the cab service. That says yeah. a lot about right. the service that the cabbies right. have been offering. Um, on that, on did, that, did you get uh, all that? Did we start recording yes. yet? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, got to record. On, that, Walter's on, that thing, on that thing that I was fucking listening to the uh, last week or whatever it was, uh, I tend to find these CBC things as I'm driving and I yeah. you know, listen for an hour or whatever. I can barely find CBC at all. When and I'm this driving. guy was like, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't put my 14-year-old daughter in a freaking Uber. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what is he talking about? Like... They're just people, like anybody else, right? Just like, and, yeah. and in, in Halifax, a cabbie just went to trial because he violated a freaking drunk girl in his cab. Yeah. The cops took, 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 knock on the window. Yeah. And he's in the back seat on a passed out girl. Wow. She passes out, so he's like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I feel, I mean, and I, and I don't think that's necessarily a, 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 like a vicious takedown of cabbies. I just no. Think, I just think anybody could no, be that's horrible people, including yeah. cabbies. Oh, like, yeah, including it, Uber drivers. It, or Uber drivers, yeah, exactly. Including uh, someone you picked so, up at a car ship pool. Are we going to your house and then the next night he's out... You know? Did you hear that like, like the legit terrible story about like the woman that went into the wrong car and got like sexually assaulted? No. And, like she went into fucking a car thinking it was like her Uber. Yeah. And it was just like some stranger's car. Oh, and but I'm like, think how crazy that is though. She goes into the wrong car. Yeah. And was then, she drunk though? Like I don't know. I don't know the full story. Because I'm just saying, because like Uber does help you out a little bit. There's a picture of the man. She went into the and wrong. And there's a picture of the car. She goes into the wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. car. <laughs> and then the guy, whatever happens. 
like sexually assaults her, and I'm like, uh, was this guy just waiting for like a woman to stumble into his hope car? Hope someone gets night? in my car. Like, I'm just yeah. gonna drive around until somebody mistakenly gets in my car. Anyway, it's fucked up. But I'm like, it's but I but I understand this story because I've done that so many times with Ubers. There's been so many strangers' cars that I've tried to like open and like when I say <laughs> I just go, yeah. Like, and, but it's like, but I, I feel like in every one of those times, it's been way scarier for the person in the car because it's just oh, my, I imagine it's so. just my fucked up ass. Like, somebody's like. Chicken chicken like, let's go. 3 a.m. Walter just being like, want to get home. Let's go. Take the highway. And the lady in the car is like, he looks hungry. Screaming. So this is Go Plug Yourself, where we talk about the comings and goings of the taxi industry. It's a transportation podcast. It's Montreal Transport. Yeah, Montreal Transport. I was telling Andrew before. Go plug yourself into public transportation. You mentioned Halifax, too. But, yeah, no, because Halifax has the fishing licenses that are used as people's retirement plans, basically. Right, and then you could sell it. Yeah, because these taxi licenses, people use them as, like, you invest into hundred grand, but then you kind of assume when you retire... You're gonna sell this thing for like get your hundred G's back or whatever. Well, didn't one one guy commit suicide because he owned twenty? He owned twenty. He he had four fucking million dollars. That went on TV and cut his wrist. Okay, so he he cut his wrist. So maybe he didn't. I don't think. I don't think he like. Yeah, he died though. But it's that's pussy. That's still (laughs) fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I like. Have you ever seen any of those like those like those. Like TV, like what do you call it? What word am I looking for Faces here? Of death. No, di- well, yeah, but like just <laughs> like just like old newsreel shit, like archival footage. Thank you, right, right. Thank you, no one. And uh, there's like the one where the guy like just like blows his brains. There's like a few like where these the incidents. Oh no, yeah, like, yeah, well, it was the um, oh that was on the TV, that was on. Like, um, it was a famous uh, famous politician. Yeah, yeah, it was like, a politician. Yeah, yeah, I forget his fucking name, but like, and he asked for an envelope and then took out a freaking forty four and yeah. just cut yeah, cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it was just like it was broadcast. It was just like suppo- if you believe all, I can't remember the name of the guy, but if you believe all the conspiracy theory, the guy wasn't even poten- potentially was not even guilty, but was like new. That if he died, even by committing suicide while he was still in public office, his family would get the insurance money. Whereas if uh. he would have had to have stepped down, they would have lost the insurance policy. They could have lost everything. So it was like a calculated, like, this is for my wife and kids. Boom. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like, because he died in office, which meant that they would get the, uh, the federal, federal insurance policy and stuff paid out to his wife and kids. Whereas uh, he died. He actually died at press conference, I do believe. You know? <laughs> he really did. Is that, now, is that a, a conspiracy theory, or is that, like, a potential, like, actual thing? Well, it's a thing that that's why he killed himself, but the conspiracy theory is that he may have been innocent of what he was, the charges he was facing. Right. But he was, like, what he was, was the end of, what was he, what, was, what did they get him for? Do you remember? Some, oh, some, 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 some kind of corruption or whatever. But it was just, it was basically, like, whether or not he was guilty of it, he was likely going to lose his position in office. What do I want to say Bud Dwyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it actually get it? It's close. It's very. If it's not, if it's not, it's very, very close. Um, So anyway, this is a podcast where we usually talk to people from Montreal, but you're from Calgary. No, I grew up here in Montreal. Actually, then you just are based out of Calgary. No, why do you have so many Calgary? And I am, I am based out of Montreal now. Right, but now, but you have. You spent a good chunk of your life in Calgary? Uh, eight years. Eight years. I, I, I spent a, a bigger chunk of my life here in Montreal. I keep informing people. People keep asking me about it. Like, he'll come up in conversation or something, and I'll be like, like where's he at? And I'm like, he's here. He lives here now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was no like, one knows where you live. Like, I was like, like is he coming like, into the town? the nomadic Canadian. Hmm. Well, I saw, I saw on his website, uh, we're talking, of course, to Andrew Albert, a uh, Montreal-based comedian who has a lot of Calgary credits. Uh, you've spent 
you worked 49 of 52 weekends last year? Yeah, I was actually, uh, I typed that wrong. It was actually 48. 48. 48, uh, so, uh, 48 weekends. <laughs> what a, you messed up the app there. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's a lot of weekends. And I'm saying that's just what, like Christmas and New Year's off, maybe like, and that's it? No, New Year's is on. Oh. That's usually how that goes for mm. us. Um, but no, I think, uh, yeah, I just had three weekends off last year. Yeah. It was, I was gigging somewhere, somewhere how, every how, weekend. How many miles was that travel? Was it around? Oh, brother, I, I, I was going back and forth uh, constantly. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I would, I basically booked myself. It was working out really well because I was based in Calgary, uh-huh. and I had my my girlfriend, uh, who I'm I'm still seeing. Um, she lives here in Montreal, so I was I was basically had a pied à out west. So I was nice. going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. So I'd book a month out west, and then I'd come back east, and then I sounds like a country song. Book a month out west. Expensive. Uh, well, I, I found it. Like we were we were there, uh, the wife and I. Went uh, when we did like an Alberta kind of like camping trip okay. for a little while, and then we wrapped it up with maybe like three four days in Calgary. Yeah, and we got a, a little Airbnb in there. But even just doing groceries there, we're like, this is pricey. Oh, did you find it? Well, actually, I think uh, I don't think because you only shop at Trader Joe's. It might be. We like Sarah's a little. Uh, I find I find <laughs> Calgary is pretty average. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not Vancouver, it's not Toronto, but it it's maybe high, medium high, but. What I think you're basing it on is uh, fucking Montreal's cheap, bro. This is the cheapest yeah. city in the country. Yeah, that might be the. That, yeah. this, that that's the thing. Like you're, uh, I, just, uh, I think so everywhere is a more expensive yeah. uh, than uh, right here in uh, Montreal, except for gas. Uh, gas is. Yeah, gas is gas is, here. And gas out there is always 15 cents cheaper. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cause I was just telling Andrew because like, it because it comes from there. Well, yeah, but you know, funny thing with the, I just I just heard about the the Quebec government has been screwing all of us. All these years, for the last whatever ten, fifteen years, they've been getting Alberta gas, oh, wow. but they've been taxing us as if it came from the North Sea. Wow. So the the for somehow I and I I, I don't sea. yeah I don't know. There's probably gas off of Greenland or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's that's uh, that that's why we've. Been, it's always more. It's yeah. always more. Gas prices is always one of those things that I'm like. Like, rational brain is like, it should be more expensive, but then, like, having to fill up, I'm like, this is insanity. Why is this so Yeah, expensive? exactly. But I'm like, my rational brain is like, yeah, we have a finite amount of fossil fuels, and this is an industry that shouldn't be as strong as it is. Make it more expensive and get rid of it. You well, know? No, like, you're also thinking, like, why is it cheaper than a liter of water? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, why is it cheaper to fill up my car with Coca-Cola yeah. than gasoline? Like, brand name Coca-Cola, not RC, not... Depener brand, not like freaking whatever. Coca-Cola is usually what, like 99 cents for two liters? That's like, <laughs> when it's on sale, mind yeah. you. But like a full normal thing is still a buck. Like t- you don't pay more than two bucks for two liters for a thing of Coke. Yeah. So that I, don't, I don't think that's good for the car. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying it's weird that a car... Could it in the car? Yeah, it's probably Imagine a bad, if bad it worked. Um... Yeah, no, I was going to wonder if you – do you follow hockey? I do. If you, yep. if you lived in Calgary long enough that you're like a Flames guy? No, no I've no, always never, never, let, never let go of the Habs. Never let always, go of the Habs. Always been a Habs fan. Canada's, yeah. I think, best chance at the Cup this year. Maybe Calgary? I think it's Calgary. Yeah, could be. I mean, it's, it's not the Leafs. I don't think. Yeah, unfortunately, the Leafs actually had a great, great team on paper. They just didn't quite gel, but I mean, uh, they're still making the playoffs, oh, so sure. you never no, know. No, I just I think that there's. Uh, we're gonna talk about hockey for a second, Walter. Is that okay? Yeah, Walter I just watched him turn good. off. I just yeah, watched him well, turn well, right no, off. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll have something for this. I'll, ju- I'll jump in. But yeah, no, like, but um, it's also that I find it just this year is all crazy because 
Boston and Tampa are in the same division, and they're the two best teams yeah. in the league. So it's like, even if the Leafs could have done a, a run, they're in the wrong like stretch of the playoffs to even do it. If they had, like, if they had finished in a wild, if they had finished in the wild card spot where Carolina was, the Leafs could have like torn it up against like the Islanders or Washington or whatever. But you're like, nope, you get to right. play against Boston. If you manage to get past Boston, it's going to be Tampa. It'd be it'd be nice to see them get by Boston, and that starts probably tonight. I don't know. Tomorrow, I didn't tonight see, I didn't check the schedule. The playoffs officially start tonight. Tonight, yeah. But uh, I don't know if the Leafs are playing tonight or not. Yeah. But so as a Montreal fan, well, hopefully, well, I just hate Brad Marchand, so I just hope he falls on his face somehow. <laughs> <laughs> loses all his teeth. You like Brad Marchand, Walter? I met uh, Jesse Ventura. Right on. Me? Over the me? weekend. Did he have me? skates on? Yeah. No. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota proud. Actually, I didn't meet him. I was like, I was in the Hilton bar late at night. Yeah. Yeah. Little little context, Walter was in uh, in at in New York City for WrestleMania, staying right. at the hotel where a wrestling convention was yeah. happening. Yeah, and, and I and, forgot that and, everything would cost. And a another side note, Walter didn't want to talk about hockey. So yeah. this is my response. <laughs> no, this is his, his hockey response. Oh, okay. I met there is a, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm coming around, I'm like, oh, because because all these wrestlers are saying, I'm like, I'm gonna before I'm like it's getting late, I'm gonna go to bed or something, but I'm gonna just check out the bar and see if there's like anything happening there. You had a feather, like, feather boa. I, 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 no, I'm just like walking around the bar and just like, and then just like, there's like this older guy that's like holding court by the bar with like a few people standing around. I imagine him. he would be. And I'm like, who's this guy? And I'm like, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's Jesse Ventura because he's he's still sa- he has that voice. Right? Jesse yeah. the like, body Ventura and like monster voice. And there's like three four people that are like sucking up to him. Like he's got like a podcast and shit. And like and they're asking him questions about like Hulk Hogan and I get and I'm just standing there and I order and I get like a I'm surprised he's on the grid eighteen dollar vodka soda like uh, yeah <laughs> welcome like, to New York yeah and, and he goes uh, and he's like and since so I ask him like about Hogan and he's like back in my day the worst thing you could be was an office stooge and Hogan was an office stooge. <laughs> like, That's a pretty good and Jesse I like, Ventura. I was, like, I was just like so happy. Just privately like, clapping. Well, like, <laughs> I was gonna say, but like, he, I was surprised he was on the grid. Like, you know, like I don't he's know if you know the this documents. Jesse, yeah, he's but, seen the files. He like off the grid with Jesse Ventura became like a thing. Like he he after his tenure as governor, he was like when our conspiracy be, theories yeah, all yeah, the he, time. Like, right? He moved, he moved to the woods and like disconnected his internet kind of thing. And was just I like, don't blame him. I survived in the jungles of Vietnam. No, don't no. That was that was the film Predator, Jesse. No, also. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know who he is anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was not. He's really old. Oh, he looked old as shit. Oh, like, well, he is. I mean, and uh, like, but he still has like, but he's like still got has like a sort of like a mullet kind of a mullety haircut. Like, with a with a skull, a skull exactly. Right. But yeah, I mean, exactly. he he did. I mean, can, you can imagine the the toll that doing steroids for twenty years would take on your body too. I would imagine he. Uh, I guess he indulged. Everybody. He was, oh, for he sure. He was. He think, Jesse was. Is big, big, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like, and and uh, I guess six, I guess six, six, seven, they all did, but sure he, yeah, they all, they all did, but he never was like like swole like Hogan, yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's degrees, yeah. I think I think there's 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 a there's a needle of how much you can do to get big, and then how much you can do to get like 
Hogan big. Well, because all those guys are dead. Like, I mean, it seems like the likes of men, not Jesse, but I mean, so all was the wrong. But I mean, you look at the, you know, Ultimate Warrior and uh, Andre the Giant and like, well, Andre Andre would have died. I don't don't think Andre did steroids. Unless it was just like the fix fix like a bump back or something. Yeah, exactly. I heard he could drink 24, 28 beers in a sitting. Like drink like a case of wine. Like a case of wine. I think he did 100 beers in a day once. Like as like a real, like an actual, like. But you see like the little, you see like the little cans and of, of the best. <laughs> we like we do a wrestling podcast we with do. this guy Pat LaPrad and this guy uh, this buddy Pat LaPrad premier wrestling journalist writer He's actually wrestling. the voice the voice of Monday Night Raw anyway. on, in French. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And funny. he was like a consulting producer or some shit or a consulting a consultant on that HBO documentary yeah. of uh, He was like Andre head, his, head historian. Like, have you seen that? It's pretty decent. No. It's inter- it's, it's good. It's uh, and it's HBO money behind it so it's like a good documentary. Yeah. And uh Pat, Pat, also because he speaks French, he's a francophone, so, like, he went to, like, France with them and shit, and, like, uh, coordinated, like, the interviews with Andre's family back right. in fucking France Well, because he's apparently, he's apparently writing, like, the authoritative book yeah. on Andre. On and, Andre and the so, like, wow. while, while it, when HBO started doing their documentary, it, like, independently of him doing his thing, other people were like, you should probably talk to Pat LaPrade. He's been researching this book. So it turned out that he already had like half the connections HBO was looking for, which is why they pulled him in as like head historian and, and all that stuff to kind of like piece out some of the historical figures because all HBO had was like obviously like Hogan and all them. They had all the big interviews so set they, up. They just had a poster on their ceiling. Well, yeah, that's no, but that's it. But when they, when they set in, they were like, "We're HBO. We can get all these big things." But they're like, "Who do we know in Grenoble? Like, yeah. who knew him as a high school kid? Like, obviously the documentarians were gonna. They would have gotten there, but it turned out that Pat had already like." Done all that legwork. There's so three like chapters in his book devoted just to farting. Yes, nonstop. <laughs> really? I don't know, but there's like okay. about ten minutes. There's <laughs> no. about ten minutes of documentary film. Like a gorilla. But every time there's like a constant state about of talk, flatulence. They talk about him farting. Like, yeah. a, a body that size lets out the biggest, longest farts. There's the, a good chunk of the documentary is about farts. It had exactly. to be about and seven. So the big chunk of the documentary. Seven three, farts. seven four, something like that. Was he that big or something, seven one? I think like at his height when he was like his spine was still straight and shit. I think yeah. he, was, he was about like seven two, seven three or some yeah. shit. Like, uh, I have another question. I see uh, Andrew is uh, sitting there with a beer, mm-hmm. which is a little surprising to me because I, you're a a very trained sommelier. Is that true? I am. Yeah, see? I wouldn't order wine in a. Grumpy's? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm a, no, I'm a song. Like he's certified. Why do you know this? I'm a I'm certified on his this. website. I didn't know yeah, this. Yeah, I'm certified <laughs> two times over. I have two different different designations as a song. Yeah, like, like that, he's like, not just a wine you guy. Applied that in like restaurant work or something? I no, like, I you, you study. You you, I could have. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever Have you ever worked in that field? Yeah, I I worked uh, in. I didn't know this at all. Check this out. Podcast. Do you do any material about this? Nah. No? Nah, Why I don't. Not? Wine's not that funny. Oh, I, come you know, on. one thing I do like to as, do. as soon as you. Okay, you're up there with a bunch of fucking bums working telemarketing gigs. As soon as you drop that you're a legitimate sommelier. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, I'm sure you're like, so like, wh- But, like, what did you do? What did you do? How did you apply it, like, in a professional situation? Okay, so this. I was working at a. Um, at a store in Halifax, uh, when I lived, I lived in Halifax for five, uh, five, six years. Right. And so in Halifax, uh, just like they have out west, out, out in in uh, BC, also uh, not BC, uh, in Calgary. Yeah. In Alberta, but also they do have some in BC. Where are you going with uh, this? 
uh, they Let have. Get there. Yeah, where, I'm, where I'm going, where I'm going with this is they have uh, independent wine stores. Ah, uh, yes, T- two-tiered liquor system. Right, because they have the governmental. Yeah. And, and so have, yeah. Alberta actually only has in, in independent. I mean, right. it's a, it's the Wild West out there. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's they, it's, it's, I worked in a store out there that had six million dollars of inventory. You want to talk about a fucking juggernaut of right, a so of a store um, so how i ended put, up put a pin in that story this podcast right. is now about us starring an ocean's 11 style caper to go to that store, to that right. store. and steal all, all the, the scotch yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wine and scotch it's gonna go nuts so i i was working no, in we're a gonna store sell it, Walter. we're not gonna drink it all awesome yeah in halifax terrible. and i was able to um ask my boss i asked my boss uh, if he would pay for the training and because they were offering the course out there and I took the CAPS program and uh, and I, I, I went through it. What's the CAPS program? Uh, Canadian uh, Atlantic uh, Professional Sommeliers. Oh, shit. Yeah, Canadian so I, Atlantic? Yeah. Uh, no, pardon me. Association. association. Canadian Association. So it's not of, limited uh, to the... No, no, no. no, no it's association. You can anywhere. So anyway, and then when I when I went out west, I, I did W set because the store that I was working out there, What's they that? they were doing W set. It's just another degree. It's the same same fucking course, another degree, um, but it's still it's you pretty worked, intense. You, so you worked in liquor so stores. I was working in liquor stores, and basically because it was like I need to know more about liquor. No, but I never. Well, it legitimizes my alcoholism, right? Is no, like if bet. you can talk yeah. about it, yeah, I can. Yeah, I there's, can. There's I feel good about it. Nick Raz learned a lot about hooch there yeah, over his years at the SAQ. But I could never really get into the SAQ or the LCBO just because it's it's a that's a that's a, a union government. yeah, yeah it's a whole you know thing. and it's a whole thing. and I need my weekends you know I do yeah. comedy every weekend yeah, so thing, it, like. that's a it, when when there's a, a privatized store I can walk in and say hey uh, can I do this yeah do yeah. you want a guy on Monday Tuesday Wednesday they're like hells yeah we do you know what hey, I mean no uh, to shows. run the cash uh, and but and and you're a freaking expert like let's bring this guy in. <laughs> No, and I and I can do tastings and stuff like that too. I always loved uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always loved doing the doing the the wine tastings at night. You okay. should you I'm ser- like there's I feel there's like uh, an entire like wine set that you could do that would go over everyone's head, but you could do it at like a vineyard or something. Yeah, and just like and like the people at the vineyard would be like, oh, so droll. Yeah, exactly. And, and no one else would understand why it was hilarious, but they would. Just he doesn't die. know his pa fusé from his pa fumé, if you know what I'm smoking. Yeah, exactly. Just slaying, <laughs> yeah, slaying killing. wine culture. I, I can't believe you, I can't believe you, this is untouched, <laughs> untouched territory for you. I but would exactly. be. Oh, it's crazy. Just slaying it at a vineyard somewhere, yeah. as, as like people are like sipping their stuff, and like Walter and I would just be in the I've back. Heard about shows at vineyards yeah so have i i've i've uh I've, yeah i've done a couple and um, you still didn't talk about being a sommelier no <laughs> <laughs> no no there i talked about being a psalm yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and also out out in bc being there a was psalm. uh look at he's, he's oh, dropping he's, one, he's dropping kayfabe lingo on yeah. us about wine <laughs> and w- one of the guys one of the guys uh out west uh did a show and and he would get uh Somebody to uh, like a, a local rep to uh, sponsor it and then donate some wine. Yeah. So then at the beginning of the show we'd have a wine tasting, but that, that's a horrible format. Yeah. you can't. <laughs> yeah, what the yeah, fuck? yeah. Let's let's herd the cats. Like that's gonna Jesus fucking Christ. work. Jesus uh, So a couple days ago, I have, we have to talk about this now. We okay, absolutely okay, okay, have okay, to talk okay, about okay. this now. Okay. Well, a- uh, Andrea uh, brought up with me a couple days ago. He was I don't know how why he knew this, but he was asking me about. My acting agent and shit. I don't know how you put that together. I saw online. I saw online. It seems to me I saw somewhere that your agent was Sybil Sass or yeah. something like that. And or he saw my info. You, you were Googling him. You were Googling him. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Andrew was Googling. <laughs> one hand. Uh, whoa. <laughs> anyway, lo and behold, 
uh, found we found out like I found out that uh, like that Andrew has uh, has the same was was or has because I with, used to have the same was agent. With the same agency right that's why it stuck right and Andrew's telling me all this we're talking about like, talking shop outside yep and and then Andrew drops that. <laughs> you just tell it. You tell it again. Because say when, he, he, when your first gig that you fucking got when you signed up. So with Constance this agent. Brown was the, uh, the our his our it's former of this agency, German yeah. German agent. Yeah. She was a very uh, yeah German. she was a very very German yeah. scary woman. Fuck. Um, <laughs> scary agent. And she scary. saw me at the Just for Last when I I was one year in when I got the JFL. Okay. And she was at the show because she was Matt Boylan's agent. No shit. Yeah. And oh then, wow. Yeah. So Yo, then she signed me. Thicker and thicker. She had me come in the next week and sign me. And within that first six months, I landed a role on Battlefield Earth, the worst movie oh, nice. of all time. Did you meet Travolta? <laughs> yes, I did. That, he says the John Travolta side. I'm like, you were in fucking Battlefield. <laughs> Earth, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Save this for the podcast. <laughs> Save, Save this, for the this for the podcast. Let's go inside. I was yeah, like, I actually like, had a, I actually had a role. Like, I never saw the movie, but the movie oh, was horrible. even packaged even as a like a part one, and then they were like, Forrest Whitaker is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see Travolta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shook my hand at the rap party. Did you see, gave what, everybody what, a what pen. Else, what else? That said, thanks, JT. The only thing he shook that night. I heard, I've heard from production assistants on that film. Uh-huh. Like that I met later on. Yeah. That like part of their job was to wrangle uh, eligible bachelors. For, oh, for real. For John. For Damn. To hang out with. Hot this is and back, I was fucking. This is I back was, in the late nineties. Like, I was uh, twenty three and amazing, handsome. A, like, dude, come amazing, on, I'm amazing, man. I'm amazing about the moves on you. Like, <laughs> How did you? But, not? You were, but you were cast. Ah. You know, they had to bring him in from the outside. Did you shake everybody's hand? Yeah. Shake everybody's hand. I think so. Anyway. Anyway. Did he? Did it was the the pen of Scientology pen? Like, no, was there any, it was just any, said thanks, JT. On it. No, I didn't thanks, get it. Thanks, JT. I, yeah. Please tell me you kept it. I can't find what it. What the fuck? Yeah, I can't find it. <laughs> thanks, JT. I've moved so many times in the last 20 years. What a weird thing to do as a star of a movie. To hand out yeah. pens every It's like a gold thank pen. Thank you. Gold pen that said <laughs> thanks, <initial>. JT. <laughs> That's Wait, it really gold? Well, wow, doubt it. No. <laughs> it was a pen. That's amazing. And what, what were you just like extra? You just a no, 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 no. I had a role. I was, I was Shut labor up. supervisor, bro. I'm the number. I'm the first person on the fucking. Uh, are, you the, are you in the final product? Were you, yeah. Were you an alien or? Uh, I was seen, an alien. Have you seen the whole thing? Yeah, it's it? horrible. Oh. So like, if you watch it. So my now, scene was cut to shit. We're gonna we're gonna find this. This is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this episode. So ah. there's a scene. There's Mark a scene. Word. Right. There's a scene where Barry Pepper. The picture. Barry <laughs> Pepper gets shot in the back. Okay. <laughs> There's a spaceship door that opens. Uh-huh. I'm standing there. Now, what they had me do is they had me walk down about four feet of freaking incline grate. Meanwhile, stilt, stilt I'm shoes. on stilts, right? Stilt shoes, stilt so you don't look the very are taller. <laughs> you don't look very menacing when you're walking That's down an incline on stilts. Nope. Like I'm, I'm coming down like a goddamn weeble wobble. All, the, all right? of the aliens move so weird. I oh, I know. I, I, and you could see them in the distance. It's so funny. Like, look at the extras. Like, everybody's around. just teetering around. They're not menacing at all. At all. Like the. No, no, it's the, I don't know how they took over the world, but they're, they're poor walkers. So uh, what they ended up doing is they had me, they had me. I can't believe they put you on stilts. It's like, well, yeah, everybody was on stilts. You're in, every one of the dreadlocks. They gave you another two and a half feet. Did you, did they in the boots. Did they give you training? Did they give you training? Well, I had a day of training walking around in a parking lot. But really? I, you know, they didn't have me walk down a freaking uh, yeah, 45 degree incline. Fuck? Yeah, walk so down a ramp on space, two-foot-tall yeah, yeah, spaceship boots. door opens, an and then they have idea. me walk down a ramp, stop at Barry Pepper laying on the on the ground, and like hit my mark, 
without wobbling or stomping and, and Barry then Pepper. and and then <laughs> deliver the line. Like Did you ever it was stomp Barry Pepper? What was the line? What was the line? The, the line was something along the lines of uh, "We can't." Uh, was it? We, we hate you, Barry. Something along the lines of "We can't." Uh, Break this one, terminate him, or something like that. Nice. Like we can't. Like he was a human. He was a man like, dog that he we was were a man of two kill. What the fuck? And like, did you have like how long was the, like the the makeup process? The makeup was like a three hour affair. Shit. Yeah. Just for that one. Oh my god. That's and you had crazy. to learn how to walk around. And uh, walk around. That's fucking. Yeah. Nice. So the the so how the movie gets edited is you see the shh, the door opens, Barry Pepper's on the ground, and then then it, they just overdub it. And it, it's um, sub- subtitled. It just overdubs and it just goes, <laughs> and that's it. And it says, we can't, we can't uh, you know, tame this animal, kill him. Something like that. Nice. nice. Yeah. I mean, Great. Okay. That's, that's it. Scene that's over. So good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, so like in RDP. I think, like, thank you for bringing Battlefield Earth right? to my mind. No, no. Because like, so I do another what? podcast. And what we do is we <laughs> pick the stupidest movies of all make, time. And make somehow, someone watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Somehow that's you like missed this one? There, we haven't done Battlefield we Earth yet. We should watch gonna, Battlefield. I'm gonna I'd, 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 uh, I'd come in on that one. A 90s. We do that. Like We're making John watch Gem and the Holograms, the 2015 Gem and the Oof. Holograms. Oh, really? Yeah, we just made Scott watch 1987's Garbage Pail Kids. Did you shoot? <laughs> I watched that. When you did, now when you did, okay, just a little bit more on Battlefield Earth here. When you sh- were shooting It's going into stuff, the bank. It's coming out of the bank. Do you remember, were you in? In a fucking like abandoned shopping mall, or like in RDP, were you were you in potentially Riviera de Prairie? I or like in the remember. northeast of the city. I feel like because we there was like an abandoned fucking. They, they had started to build this mall yeah. in RDP, right? And like, and then the funding fell through, so there was this like one half th- mall, third finished like mall like right. structure, like just a skeleton for years, and like d- nothing. It was nothing, and then they lo and behold, they shoot Battlefield Earth, and they have a perfect like desolate bullshitty thing to like. It's film very it. possible. I do not remember. That was uh, yeah, that was twenty plus years ago. Right. Um, I'm just wondering, like, because I do remember the scene that we did shoot was in kind of it really felt like an industrial kind of thing because we were kind of in between buildings yeah. or in an alley or in a cul-de-sac yeah. uh, between the buildings type yeah. thing and we were in the dirt there. yeah can't even remember where it was no that was uh that was uh That's that was crazy. Some time ago. and it, have you had any other like semi-high profile gigs over the years or uh because of uh acting through acting acting no. no 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 that I've was had it one and done that was it no i i, I also had another uh a sci-fi movie that I did called um, uh, Outlander. Jim Caviezel was in that. Outlander. The guy that played Jesus. Outlander. Now, that's not... Now, isn't that also the name of that show? The, yes, there the, is the, a the, show. The, the time travel show with the rape It seems to me there is a... Time, time. I, I don't know about... What's the, uh, the, the time travel rape show called there? Outlander. Isn't it Outlander? Time keep, travel rape show? Time You keep saying rape, rape right? Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. R-A-P-E? Yeah. Okay. Just uh, Quantum Leap. Everybody knows about that show, man. It's like, yeah, no, there is a show with the same name, but this was a film. He shot was also in Nova the movie Outlander with Jim Caviezel. Okay. Yeah, Jim Caviezel, a big prick. <laughs> uh, he was the guy that. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the guy that played uh, Jesus. He uh, he actually said to me it was funny because uh, I, I had to fall. I was hey, I was the you, dr- I was the drunken reveler, <laughs> and uh, he's escaping. The he's a kind of once again another uh, man animal or whatever's going on there, uh-huh. and he's like running through all these. Um, all this tanning skins of, you know, uh, days of yore sort of sh- Viking shit. Okay. And then uh, I'm the drunken reveler, and I, I'm, like, walking around the corner, and then I, I slip, and they ask me, they're like, could you fall down for this? And it's I'm bullshit. like, 
Hell yeah. Bullshit I sure can. You. you have to ask. But no, but like, did you ever? No, I didn't get an upgrade. That's bullshit. You should. I know. I Googled. That's a stunt. You're doing I, a fucking stunt. I face planted. How many times did you have to fall? I face planted about five times. I face planted and even got pink eye because there was horses all over the place. Yeah. Ah. By the way, I Googled time travel you absolutely TV been shows rape. Then I ended up with like Dark, New Amsterdam, Outlander. Right on. Quantum okay, so. So that so, was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Outlander, Outlander gets right. What oh, Game she of goes Thrones. into the she goes into the past there. She she goes from like the forties to like yeah. The, so the, Outlander the gets right. What Game of Thrones got wrong about rape and consent on television. Back in the nineties, I was in, in the fourth episode of Outlander's third season. Jamie Fraser has sex. Just so much rape. But the way the scene was changed in its adaptation from the page to the screen, especially how it approaches consent, reveals the most fascinating tension in Outlander yet. It's really weird. You, okay. Wow. Did you not know about this show? No. Yo, Catherine loved this show, man. Yeah, I think she she tried to like pitch me on Decent. it. Decent. The first season, but I, I would watch. I it. haven't even watched. I would like. Yet. I would like check in every once in a while while she was watching this, and I'm like, Yo, is there more rape in this episode? Like, holy fuck! Like, really? And it's like, yeah, and it's really kind of like a sobering look at like. It's like basically the premise is that this woman goes from the she's she does it's not like she's going from like modern like, day. At most she goes from like the forties. Was awful. She goes for from the forties like in England during the war era. To, and somehow there's like a fucking like some weird shit, and she goes back in time to like like Scotland in like the fucking 1700s yeah. or some shit. And oh so God. like so she's this like and she's like you know she looks different and shit, and she keeps getting into all these like rapey situations yeah, and shit. Well, and I, it's just like well, she probably her you know her pussy probably didn't have an offensive smell that probably kept <laughs> kept all the other 1700 Scotsmen away, was right? Say, I was like, like they were right away. They were like, what is this? I was like. Hey, you do not smell of <laughs> urine and poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's right? Like, Can you go through this episode when we're done and just bleep every R word, please? <laughs> nice. No. In retrospect, I realized I just said it like I yeah, think, it was I think a lot of yeah, hundred like, and three times. You kept saying time travel rape. <laughs> time travel rape. And I was like, I don't know what this is. That's, That's why I was like, like is that what we're saying? R A P E. Is that what punch. we're saying? Falcon punch. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> well, I feel that. Like, in most of human history, there was numerous ways <laughs> to just straight up murder a person without any real consequence. It stands to reason that, like, you probably, like, if you were... That's basically what Red Dead Redemption is about. Yeah, yeah. but and, but I, I think it stands to reason that, like, women were probably just... Well, I think back in the... Taken advantage of a lot. I yeah, think that's no the kidding. point. I think in the yeah. 1700s, you probably could have you probably could have g- thrown her in jail for scratching you while you did it. Donald, right? you know? uh, that reminds me of the Donald Glover joke in, uh, in Weirdo. Where he has like the bit where he's like, oh, he's like, it's like my dad was like, today, he's like, it's the worst time to be alive today. And he's like, man, no, it's not, dad. He's like, you think, he's like, 100 or 200 years ago, you'd be like, oh, no, there's people who've come into our village. They're burning everything down. They're murdering all the men and raping all the women. Well, what do you expect? It's nighttime. <laughs> and that's just part of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was just and a it, couple hundred and, years ago. And, and to build on this a little bit more, and then we'll move away from it. But <laughs> say it four more the, times. The, the more the <laughs> most famous, the most famous <laughs> time travel movie of all time, Back to the Future. Yeah. Yes. Also hinges on. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. really does. Uh, well, I mean, it really does because the, 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 the climactic scene of the first one. Biff is forcing Biff himself is on his wife. Straight up, go to fucking rape Lorraine. Yeah. And like. Yeah. And and yeah. So people are like. People are always saying like, "Oh, the incest, that whole like weird like incest like subplot, of Back to the Future, or that, which is like actually the main plot." That's like, look, that's kind of weird, and like also the 
rape stuff, and it's like right. this, this is like this is like a PG thirteen yeah, or like two a PG more. yeah <laughs> PG thirteen huge iconic eighties blockbuster. I love it, great movie, but like right. but I'm like yeah, that is weird that that there's a there's that just so I think I think you know this is what we need to accept is that once time travel becomes a thing, I'm just saying bring Don't. your weight bristle. So hold on, let me I botched it. Can we cut it again? Can we Did cut tape? See, cut uh, tape and roll it? All right. Uh, time travel rape. All right, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Did you know about the deleted the, the, the deleted scene in Back to the Future? This is like true story. That like a line that was like hit the cutting room floor is somehow on the DVD. This is where the kid points to his dick and then no, tells no, the no, camera. No, no. <laughs> that's, an, that's in three. It's a line that ended up on the cutting room floor for some reason was on in the DVD special features that should not have been. But there's a line when, uh, right towards the end of the first movie, when Marty is talking to uh, Doc about like how messed up the experience was and all that stuff, and he's like, man, like, about, like almost hooking up with his mom and all that stuff. He's like, man, he's like, when I get back to the present, I might have a complex, man. I might turn out gay. Oh. And it's like legitimately the line. I was like watching deleted scenes, and I was like, you what would that it? have yeah, to yeah. do with and anything? And I was just sort of oh, like, sorry, what? Like I was like. But like, but, but wait, that's not that's not in the movie, is it? It is not in the movie. It's a deleted scene. Ugh. Why did they put it on the DVD? Because I was like, that ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, that's it absolutely should have been. Because I was like, that's it was like delivered like a joke kind of thing. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, correct decision to cut it. We're just lucky. We're just why lucky. did you put that on the no, DVD? I, I think we're just lucky that the movies are not filled with like the use of faggot. Yeah. Like, oh my! Like, there's so many movies, man. That I yeah. just like. Well, my childhood was. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? On the basketball cart, everyone, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I was just a basketball guy. Yeah, I played ball. And Smelly. And, oh, look at all the things we're learning. What Go do you know? plug Andrew's what do you interests. Know? Yep. But like, we, we, like and, and so you were a gay basketball player. <laughs> back in the day with back a boa. Day, back yeah. back yeah. when I yeah. Gay time-traveling basketball player. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is really <laughs> about how Will Smith was gay, but in Philadelphia... And it couldn't be accepted on the basketball court, yeah. so he has to go to the gay, the much more gay-friendly Bel Air. Los and, yeah, but he was 1980s gay. He wasn't gay, gay. He wasn't really gay. He was just gay. He was, he was just a gay. sommelier. Yeah, sommelier gay. He was sommelier gay. Sommel gay. Anyway. So, so what would like? So uh, you got called the f-word a lot on the on the b-ball court. Totally, and all your buddies were gay. You know what I, I mean? Like you, we just threw that word around. What do you think that does to the one guy? What do you think that does to the one kid that turns out to be? Gay? Gives him a horrible, horrible, horrible complex, buddy. That's what that happens. I would imagine so. Like, and I mean, I think that that, that like I was watching. Um, I think that's why kids would wait so long to come out of the closet. Probably, you, yeah. Yeah. Just you know like, what I mean? You like, see all those fucking dudes, all those fucking dudes that that got married twice before they. Oh yeah. Flip the yeah. flip the coin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, I think before before they be started being honest with society. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was a coin flip. I think they were like, it's time to be true to myself. Yeah, we're in a much gentler world right now. I think a much more accepting well, world. Well, there was uh, the wife and I were watching. We, uh, there's a um, some Ryan Reynolds rom-com nonsense about Christmas. We just like, we like to watch Christmas movies around Christmas as you do. And we're like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, it's going to be terrible. There's so many better Christmas movies you can watch. Oh, no, but we watch a lot of them. Anyway, so it was some <laughs> Ryan Reynolds Christmas rom-com insanity. And there were so many jokes of like he doesn't want to hook up with me, is he gay? And like, and that was it. Right. That was the joke. There was How old are these movies? Yeah. Like, How do you get that old? Like, this is like 2005, 2006, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, this does not, this is not okay. Yeah, but okay. it's okay if a woman says it. No, it's still no, not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. No. But you know, and you're like it. The other one about that, not, not a, not a gay joke or whatever. Like, I think one of the ones that like sticks with me the worst 
is Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is by like, Oh no, not it, the, no, the but it's like Mickey it's, Rooney stuff. It's such a good movie, but like literally ruined. The, ruined. You know, you remember that? Remember like remember Breakfast, Breakfast Tiffany's at Tiffany's with, with Audrey uh, Hepburn? Audrey Hepburn. But it's got like Mickey Rooney in it doing like Mickey Rooney like in a hardcore yellow face with the fake <laughs> fake buck teeth and big glasses. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. Yeah, it's just oh, like wow. it's such a horrendous. Like, it's like, but it's like a, like a cherished, beloved movie. But we're in another time, right? And they, they like did it, a lot of yellow. People face still like that movie, though. Like, I love that movie. Yeah, I know. But it's I like, like I showed it to Sarah. Do, does everybody just ignore that one part? But it's an, it, you know, I think I think the era that something came in uh, came out in needs a certain amount of forgiveness. You that's have true. To, you know what I mean? Because no, that's I, just. I, I, that's that's just what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hire an Asian actor? No, we got fucking Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney's Ma- hilarious. Put him Mickey in Rooney's there. gonna yeah, do it. Yeah. Like I like I like the Marx like the old Marx Brothers stuff, but there's like straight up like minstrel shit. Like God, I'm in, sure, I'm in, sure in some pop, of those pop, movies probably stuff, pops like, up in Three Stooges. You ever see you, you, you ever see the old Marx Brothers stuff? Like the Day at the Races, Night at the Opera. That shit. I don't know. They bo- did they black face the it up? Racist, oh, the Opera. I would imagine Day at the Racist, Night at the Opera. Oh, it should be Day at the Races. You know the old Marxist, the Marx Brothers sketch there Day of the Racists there's a Day of the Racists and there's a part where they end up in the stables and it's like and it's all these black people that work in the stables and so they they all go in blackface but you know what in the stables that's probably who worked there you know what I mean and they do a huge musical number with the black people with the black people and the song's called All God's Children Have Rhythm Wow. The only worst thing than <laughs> the only worst thing than freaking people in blackface is Jews in blackface. <laughs> see Marx how deep, brothers. see how the, yeah, the racist Marx Brothers. Yeah, Whoa. no, but I mean, I think that they're that. That's to your point. I think it's totally fair. Like, I don't think like Mickey Rooney has since come out and like apologized. For come out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney came out. <laughs> Finally, but, but like at the time, he absolutely did not know it was even wrong. Oh no, for sure. Like nobody, nobody did on that. nobody on set was was sitting there being like. This is offensive. Yeah. And we're, I don't think anybody on set was saying that. Like, no one on set was being like, this is offensive and we're doing it anyway. Everyone was just like, whatever. No, Mickey that's... Mickey Rooney is a, is a comedy star. Yep. And he's got name recognition. Well, I'm sure Jerry Lewis has done that. It seems to me I seem to remember him in the ta-ta-ta-ta, the little buck teeth. And yeah. The, oh, yeah, like, for sure. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I think that, that that's... It's fine, but it still doesn't... It doesn't sit well now. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I uh, when I started dating Sarah, I, I was like, Breakfast at Tiffany's is really great. I'm a big Audrey Hepburn fan. And I was like, something awful will happen in this movie, and it's going to be real awful. But I feel we should watch this movie anyways. And then she's like, oh, why? And I was like, yeah, that's it's not okay. Yeah. Otherwise, beloved Truman Capote adaptation. Super uh, awesome. Anyway, what's the biggest difference... Uh, I want to have one more thing I want to ask Andrew about. About time travel? I'm gonna, we're going to talk Great. about one more thing, and then you're going to plug your deal, and then we're going to do five questions. I, know, or but I, do had five a, questions. I had a real question. No, but, but, but You get one, I get one. All right, fine. Okay, all right. You go. All right, or, do you want, or do you want yours to be the closer? <laughs> Wait, is yours really good? I was just going to ask Andrew about because like, Andrew is you, – you, 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 uh, Keith mentioned Journeyman before. Yeah. But you have – Travel literally traveled the land, oh, the Canadian landscape, question, for sure. And and I think what impressed me the most, what I've seen of your travels on Facebook and stuff over the last year, was when you had dipped into the Northwest Territories. Northwest Territories, and yeah. then you drove. We drove and what, to the and what, Northwest Territories. What was it like? Fucking December. December. Yeah. yeah first and you drove from December. where to where? What was the drive? We drove from Edmonton to um, what was the name of that town? 
Uh, I've been there twice. It'll come to me in a sec. That's fine. It's it's the gateway to the north is what they call it. Okay. Uh, it's that for like Hay they, River. Do they, I'm do they have the wall? Like it's, it's called it's like, Hay River. Is like the wall there? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where the wall is. Like, John Snow is there. So what? What is? And then you and you're going for a gig. Yeah. You're well, doing, were you doing a whole weekend, one show? What was the deal? Oh, well, that was the problem, man. It was like this. Sometimes with uh, yucks, the the agents can really be horrible as far as well. It's just as far as like. They get a gig, and then that, that's what they think the fucking job is, and they get one gig, and that's it. You know. And I'm like, well, they want to fly me in for a Saturday show on fucking Friday because the only flight, I had to go to Yellowknife, and then the next morning. Yeah, I'm guessing there's not a lot of flights Hay going River, out there. Right? So they're eating a Friday night, and I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense, guys, because, like, quite frankly, are, am I going to get paid for that? Like, yeah. uh, and they're like, no, what? They're, they're getting your plane ticket. So I was like, well, let me look at the plane tickets. And the plane ticket from Edmonton was 1200 bucks. Are you wow. kidding me? Yeah, because nobody flies it, right? It's right. Like supply so and demand. No one's taking yeah, that flight. Yeah, 600 bucks up, 600 bucks back, yeah. right? Fuck. So I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna, I contacted another agent. Because you'll find, uh, you know, when you do comedy long enough, you're going to find agents along the way that are those, those old dudes. Like this guy, Wayne, has been booking shows for 40 plus years. Like, let me He's call been, my buddy Marcus. He owns a crop duster. He'll fly you up there. Wayne oh, yeah. for you know, Wayne's, Wayne's one of the other No, 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 no. no. He's, a, he's got a Pacific Entertainment, he's called. And he's out, he's out in BC. So I talked to Wayne, and he was able to, um, the money wasn't good, but on the way between Edmonton and Hay River, he found me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday shows. Oh, uh, Wayne. Then I did my Saturday good show. Boy, Wayne. How the fuck then, did he do that? Good then Canadian on the way, because he knows every fucking bar in the country. That's so crazy. he just calls everybody. Now, mind you, the money wasn't great. It was 500, 600, 400 bucks. But sounds pretty Dude, that decent. sounds okay to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then like a thousand when I got there, and then he caught me another five or 600 bucks on the way back. But that's a. <laughs> That's yeah. a hell of a drive, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> well, how long was so, it? Let's so move I went to Edmonton. Get in touch with Wayne. I went to uh, I went to a town called Eagle Sham. Eagle Sham. And then we did Dawson Creek. Uh-huh. Of course. And then we did another town. So show. we dipped into BC, came back, did another town. But then the next on the morning of the Saturday, bro, we had a seven-hour drive, and I've never seen fucking weather like this in my life. What kind of weather? Would you I get? just about shit my pants. The kid Bobby Warner that was sitting next to me, I he he whined like a little beaten <laughs> dog there. I, I listened to this kid because we left at five in the fucking morning, and we've left our keys in the room, closed the door and as i hit the road i'm like we can't leave like we can't do this like i've never seen that it had snow? to be 98 kilometer an hour winds and the snow was coming down and it was just moving across the highway horizontally <laughs> i could barely see lights coming and then all of a sudden whoosh a freaking semi goes by oh, no. and then you go in a pitch black for about six you seconds started at five in the morning yeah, yeah, it's pitch black, yeah. bro. It's pitch black up there. Did you have to it's start at 5 in the morning to get to where you were going? Well, no, we didn't have to, but I wanted to make it at 4 p.m. rather than at showtime, right? right? Yeah. I wanted to yeah, get yeah. out of that drive, shake it off, have a you know, have a shower, chill out, have yeah. a nap, and then go do the gig, right? And then the next day, we hit, did it in reverse. We had another seven hours going backwards, right? And then and beyond that, it was, it was 11 hours. That's 11 hours from Edmonton, bro. That's a long goddamn drive. You realize how big Canada is. But what I did is I just said, fuck the flight. I'll take the buyout. 
it, work, work it out, yeah. And, and and I'll work it out. And I rented a, I rented an uh, all, uh, like a, a Jeep Cherokee four by four, a four by four, uh, just because I knew if I go off yeah. the road, I want four by four so I can get back on the road. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And uh, and I brought an opener with me and said because I don't want to do the drive alone, so I did it with Bobby and uh, good kid and uh, you know did he. You know him? Prior to this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew uh, he's, a, he's a Western kid. He's a, he's a good cat. He came out to Toronto for a little bit, but he didn't, it didn't really stick, yeah. and he, he, went back, uh, he went back home. He's doing well. Everybody out West does well, man. Yeah, There's money like out like there. Like so the, I looked up the gateway to the north trying to find it, but then you, you found the city. Uh, and I found this article written in the CBC 2014. Edmonton Alberta, is often re- Edmonton, Alberta, apparently, is often referred to as the gateway to the north. Because it functions as a list, as a link to Canada's north communities through rail, road, and air. City Councilor Lauren Shepard suggests that it's time to start thinking of the city as something more than a gateway. He believes the city should change its slogan to Edmonton, the portal to the universe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was definitely a Trekkie. Right? I had to look this up to see, was this published on April 1st? Is this an April 1st? And that's a Captain Kirk Trekkie, not a, not a Picard. Hang on, the next quote is the best. The universe is still a mystery, and so is Edmonton. It certainly <laughs> fucking is. <laughs> yeah. How does it still survive with this all that methamphetamine? Tripping balls. This guy was tripping. That's hilarious. Edmonton's a dirty town. If the universe is made up of all <laughs> it things... Is. If the universe is made up of all things, then theoretically, our city could be a portal to everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a portal what to the Uranus. Lauren what the fuck? <laughs> That's funny. No, Hay River Hay River's the gateway to the north. Yeah. Really really interesting place. Really nice people and up there. This, now, does this story include... Now, does this trap... Like, does this include that, that, that hotel you stayed at with the doors... Shit. Uh, that, that was that actually no. That was two weeks before. Oh, I, I oh, actually I like that story too. <laughs> and and but uh, I did take some pictures of that. I I had been in the, one of those rooms where we were on the way up, and I had been there before. It's a town. Uh, what is it called? It starts with a P. I can't remember, but it's a French town in northern Alberta. And uh, they, uh, it's a very French town, and they have a they have a show at a bar. And man, it was horrible. You know what I mean? Like the. Like actual French people? Or uh, there, there's French Canadian community. Like I, I know someone who comes from a French a community outside of Winnipeg. Oh yeah, like for it's sure. Like a legitimate French yeah, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a bunch in like Northern Alberta lost. as well. This is, why, this is why you have to do bilingual shit throughout Canada. Like, yeah, because there's pockets. <laughs> there uh, are pockets. So you're, I think you're, you're, the, the story is a good. But yeah, uh, anyway. you know, but it's a good lead into the question. Nobody travels more than nobody. Fucking. This is why I call. I, I occasionally bring up Andrew as the hardest working man in Canadian, in Canadian. Comedy. And that was my, I think, last question before we head into five questions. So my last question before a series of questions uh, is like, is it where? What's the difference between playing shows in Calgary, shows in Northwest Territory, shows in Montreal? Like, like, how do you do? You hit the same jokes, or do you, oh, yeah, you yeah, tweak yeah. them? Do you? No, I, I, I mean, I'll read the room uh, no matter what I'm doing. Uh, smaller towns tend to be no, more racist no matter where you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Happens, like, you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. Uh, everybody always has those, uh, you know, those, uh, oh, uh, hey, you're the funny guy. I got to 
I got a bit for you. Oh, you know, no. Or, uh, no, no, or no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I've, I've Three guys that. walk into a bar. Nope, stop. Yeah, you're like, One of them's white. Nope, no, stop. No, stop, no, stop, 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 stop. Oh, was that the N-word? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or, no, it's always like, yeah, a, a Jew, a Muslim, and an N-word. It's like, oh, my God, one of those isn't even a religion. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this joke doesn't even make sense. You're just trying to shoehorn the N-word in there. And it's, like they, it's like they really want to share a joke with you because they know you're a comic, but then the only joke that they can tell it's, it's the most like offensive nonsense. So I actually, I actually heard a good one the other day, and it, I was in, uh, oh, where the hell? We were in St. Andrews. going to put this on the internet, Yeah, no, it was totally, well, not clean, but it was not racist. Because oh, that, that's the first thing I said. The guy, It was at breakfast, too, and the guy comes over. He's like, come on over. i got to tell you a joke there when you're done your breakfast. And I was thinking, oh, God. Oh, no, it's racist. So then we're walking by, and it's uh, St. Andrews by the Sea. It's this grand hotel. And uh, so everybody's in the, the lobby where you would have board games and stuff, and everybody's sitting around having their coffee. Did they have? And no, it was all coffee. It was early. Ah. And uh, he, he, he tells this joke, and he goes, uh, So uh, this fella had a wife, and um, she was in a coma for the, like three years. And one afternoon, the nurse was giving her a sponge bath. And when she went over her private parts, she groaned a little bit, and her heart rate actually jumped right and it happened again and then they thought oh my goodness we'll call the husband and told him said listen uh we really think at this point maybe if you perform oral sex on her that you know uh it might bring her out of the coma we'll be on the other side as you do right right Right. just somebody who's been asleep for three years i'd love to put my face there right so we will be on the other side of the curtain and then they uh they, uh, the, the guy starts, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, flatline, and then they open the curtain. They said, what the hell happened? And the fella's like, I'm pretty sure she choked. <laughs> right? hey Nice. I uh, know. Well, it wasn't uh, racist. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like, racist. It. It's just like a Super Dave joke. Yeah. It is very. Yeah, it's a dad day. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a dad joke. Yeah. But it wasn't a racist one. That's what it uh, impressed me. Oh, my God. So maybe, I said, but, but all, all that you to say, do, do, you, do you modify the material or do you just, like, tweak it at all? No, no, no. I mean, I... Do you have small-town jokes and big-town jokes? I have a... No, I don't. I have a I have a Rolodex of a couple hours of material and what comes out comes out. And I don't tailor the jokes necessarily. I did notice, like, things like in Hay River, bitching about Tim Hortons doesn't go very far because they don't even have a Tim Hortons. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, they're thinking, like, what's it? He's talking about fancy coffee and he's bitching yeah, about yeah. it? You know what Big I mean? Big City Boy <laughs> coming in here talking about Tim yeah, Hortons exactly. like it was Tim Hortons in Bay but River. Andrew is, the, Andrew is the reason that I know actual lyrics to the, the song, uh, to the theme from The Littlest Hobo. The Littlest Hobo. Yeah. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Uh, do you know, do oh, you know actually, that's not true. There's no, a voice. I, I know there's, keeps there's on other, calling yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that ended up why on my first not, album. Why have they not rebooted The Littlest Hobo? I don't know. You think they could do know. it? <laughs> I heard after one of How my best stories, I did, I did The Littlest Hobo for a couple of years it, 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 to, to start the show. Okay. And uh, after one of the Thanks shows. Thanks for that clarification. In, uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm not that old. <laughs> 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 I was a child in one of the episodes. Yeah. No. Um, no. Oh. I, uh, What's Sybil? After a show in Toronto, a uh, fella who was uh, one of the prop guys on The Littlest Hobo, comes up to me after the show. He's like, oh, have I got a story for you. He goes, remember, remember at the beginning of the show where you see London go through the glass? He goes, by the way, there was like seven Londons, eh? He goes, when you see the dog go through the glass, well, the dog wouldn't do the stunt, so the stunt guy threw him through the glass. <laughs> So 
much for freaking PETA. He threw a dog <laughs> he through, through a pane of glass. The we, poor dog. We, well, the dog's not jumping through glass, man. It's probably sugar glass. Sh- well, of course it's sugar but glass, still. but the dog still ain't going through it. But they met. Uh, I'm. Um, <laughs> Oh I don't. God. I don't remember this story, but there's that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't remember the story because I was too young. But uh, my family, when we were on a roadside, uh, we did a lot of ro- like road trips and whatever. Apparently, met like a set of hobos, like because they they would have the like like the very well trained stunt dog. What kind of dog was it? Uh, husky. It was a uh, golden. Ret- um, looking at him. It's looking a. Him. Um, it's like a husky type. It's like a what are they called the, like the German job German, German Shepherd yeah yeah so all the but all like, I knew is that so anyway, like on the CFCF it would show around like one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon like sometimes like like right in the middle of the day like old like old syndicated it was a straight German Shepherd of like a fucking German of right. little hobo and, yeah. I was, and I'd be like the fuck is this show yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but apparently what the there was there was this? a set of similar looking dogs right because there'd be like the stunt dogs who could maybe jump through glass or not. But then yeah. there'd be the dogs that were really good with kids who weren't necessarily the like <laughs> the stunned dogs that could take a punch. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean it makes sense. Like the guy that's the dog that can do all the complicated thing is not stunned dogs are all like retired drug. Yeah. Dogs. So this this show, dude, ran for ended oh, in eighty three or four. Sixty three to sixty five. The first run was really? three seasons. Did a sixty one episodes. The second more famous run. Uh, was the CTV run yeah. seventy nine to eighty five with another one hundred and fourteen episodes seventy nine to eighty five on CTV yeah yo yeah yo whoa when did CTV start I don't know how long has CTV been around so I'm yeah. sorry I looked at you I, I, I don't, don't know sixty one <laughs> I, I look over at the much older Andrew. yeah 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 nineteen sixty one bro yeah as a Canadian uh, how old is Mickey Rooney how old is Mickey Rooney that's crazy subdivision oh. of Bell Media do we do do you, do you want to do the plug? Do you want to plug a thing now? Like, I mean, I know you have an album coming up. You have an album out now. I do. It, it, I Where just did you record that? Second, third. I album? recorded it in Calgary. Where, where's what venue? Uh, at the uh, the Yuck Yucks uh, in Calgary. It's a good, good, Great. good big venue, yeah. and uh, you get two shows uh, Friday, two shows Saturday. What's capacity? Uh, a couple hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two two forty or something like that. It was it was pretty packed, and um, yeah, I did uh, did my both my albums actually in that room. I uh, love love that spot, and they're great to me, and they're they're good people, and um, and uh, it, yeah, it's called um, Guns and Yoga. Nice. Um, I got a great uh, uh, graphics designer uh, from Edmonton that did the the cover for it. I'm pretty happy with it, and I just uh, sent it to uh, Sirius Satellite today, actually. So it's not out. I don't have it. Uh, I don't have a link for it on. Um, on iTunes or anything quite okay. yet, okay. Uh, but that should be up pretty soon. You know, I heard the uh, Sirius is changing their format to uh, like all JFL radio and uh, no, that got happened. squashed. Yeah. Oh, di- yeah. The Canadian oh. dude. Oh, uh, are it? you a comedian oh. in this country or no? Let's forget oh. it. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> was your Was your Facebook not entirely awash? <laughs> What's Facebook? All right, hey. listen. Uh, anyway, so. This episode comes out, I believe. I want to say. Do you have any live shows? Oh, I got live shows every up, week, dude, man. Right yeah. after, right we'll after. The thing listen after this. to this. Yeah. First of all, he's going to be playing Piranha Bar. On. Oh yeah. All right, I'm doing your gig next yeah. week, isn't it? You know, you, you know my shit better. No, it's in a couple weeks. It's not. So couple it's weeks. Yep. Yeah. It's not this Tuesday yeah, but, coming but, but, up. But, 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 I'm just saying, but this is coming out on the 18th, so it's next week. Next, right. Yes. Next yes. Tuesday. Yes. Five listen days. To Keith. Five yes. days from publication. On the 23rd. Yeah. On the Tickets 23rd. Tickets are available Piranha through uh, Eventbrite. Right. 
which I mean is obviously, I think, a, a good chance to see Andrew Albert in chance. a small venue because aren't you headed to the Halifax Comedy Festival right after that? The week after that Huge. is... Huge. Uh, Gala. All-Stars. It seats about like 100 people. Yeah, but he's, he's playing the Halifax Comedy Festival at the All-Star Gala. Arena. I got two, yeah, I got two uh, galas. Two CBC galas. They didn't just give me shows. A lot of times you get shows, but, they, they you know, it's at the, the lower deck or whatever. And, yeah. uh, yeah, this is the first time I've done the Halifax. And, um, yeah, they gave me two CBC galas. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked. That's huge. Like days after your show. So get him while he's in the small intimate venue while you're in Montreal. That's what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. if you were in Halifax, you got to go to an arena. I don't know. Like it's a big. I don't know. I think it's it's a theater. I think it's like a thousand <laughs> seater. It's probably it's, it's probably going to be the biggest show I've ever done. Wow. Because I've done JFL, but that was small shows, right? Because yeah. every every venue like that has uh, smaller shows. Yeah. But this is a big one and televised, you know. Yeah. So, got to go sh- suit shopping. Yeah. Well, anyway, I do. You're gonna kill it. So yeah, it's good. You know, should like I'm amazed uh, they uh, you don't have a sitcom. Ah. I've been uh, wanting. I've been wanting to do a, a wine show. I've been wanting to do a food and wine show. Yeah, but do it. Yeah, it pitched it. And yeah, I should probably just do it myself. Yeah, just put it on. Put it on YouTube. And just, yeah, just go for it. Uh, so we, Walter, well, want to introduce the thing. So we do five uh, question segment. We have like five questions. Three of the questions are the same episode to episode. The fourth question is our question from last week's guest to you, okay. not knowing it was going to be you. And our fifth question will be your question to next week's guest or next, you know, next episode's guest, not knowing who it'll be. Okay. So you got to come up with a peppy question. Think about, think about a question. Keep okay. it in the back of your mind, but right. don't, we're going to ask you it later. Question number one. Question number one. Uh, aliens. Yeah. Robots. Yeah. Or fire. Whoa. Definitely fire, man. Cool. Yeah. It, the, the, the I like it. There's a lot of convincing on that one. I was just thinking, what's the most powerful thing on the planet? It's fire. It's fire. You don't think yeah. aliens can stop fire? I don't think so. What if Neither can robots. What if, what if robots were immune to fire, like fire the Iron Giants? My answer yeah. is aliens. They'll eventually me- melt. Eventually melt? <laughs> I think so. Iron Giant was okay. Iron Giant I respect okay. Andrew's answer because everybody always goes for like robots. And stuff, like fire, is, fire is probably fire. one of our rarest answers. Yes, it's interesting. Yeah. Question number two. What is uh, your earliest memory that you can think of? Obviously, don't you don't need to really dig. Um, you know, like when you say early memories, what what is something that jumps to mind? Interesting. Er, er, probably my earliest memory. I might have been three years old, and I was having a poop, and uh, my mom was looking for me. We were at my grandparents' cottage, and I was uh, I was on the commode out in the woods because it's it was a. Um, it was an outhouse, nice. yeah. and but I'm a I'm a child, and we're on a little island, and my mom was frantic, and I could hear her yelling. I'm, I'm like, I'm in here, I'm in here, and then she opened the door, and I'm like, close the door, Jesus Christ, and Ma. then she took my picture. Oh, wow. she thought it was so cute. Wow, and uh, that picture uh, still lives in my parents' uh, bathroom on wow, the fridge. No, no, wow, at least in the bathroom. At least in that the story went in a lot of different places that I didn't realize. Wow, that's mm-hmm. rough. That's crazy. So like you, then, then, uh, and that, that sticks out to you, Biz. That's tra- well, traumatic. earliest memory, probably because there was a photo taken, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. So now you, it's immortalized. Exactly. And you're like, and this is how everyone will see me forever. And then you just rough. Walter, question three. Question three. Tell us about a time that you fucked up. Hey. Could be a small fuck up. Could be a big fuck up. Just tell us about a time that you fucked up. Man, you know, I, I've fucked up a lot. 
That's the album title right there. Get, you get know, album three. Uh, I yeah, I fucked up a lot. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, as far as like fucked up on stage, I remember one of the worst f- moments of me feeling like shit was um, it was back in the days. And do you guys know a, a Montreal comedian by the name of Sugar Sammy? Yeah, yeah. he's been on the show. Uh, yeah. I've heard of him a couple times. Yeah. Little guy, uh, he's doing okay. He'll make it someday. Yeah, I think so. He's gonna uh, big, big breaks right around the corner for. So Saturday. back in the day, hey, he, if, it, uh, if it doesn't work out for him, he could always start producing independent shows around the city or something. Well, he was producing. This is back in the day when I met him, uh, and I was just getting my start. And uh, he was gonna have myself and a and an old buddy, Matt Boylan, co-feature a show at oh, Concordia. The second time Matt Boylan. Matt Boylan name drop. Did you hear Matt, Matt Boylan's name got in the fucking news recently? Did you see that shit? Well, I'm sure it has to do with flat earth, flat earth shit. Thing? Yeah, yeah. Because wow. he said that that flat earth documentary. Well, he says like that that like he was kind of like the modern day like fucking godfather of this movement. Of course, and that they used his shit like in the documentary, and now he wants like fucking money out of them or some shit. Of course, like, he does. Yeah, it's he's crazy. Insane. I was, like, it's, he's I just, beautifully insane. I couldn't believe I was seeing Matt Boylan's name. Like, yeah, in he's fucking, beautifully like, insane. Well, the first time I saw it was when he uh, when I was watching that uh, one of the first things I ever saw of, of flat earth bullshit. It was like a 14 episode thing and every episode was like maybe 15 minutes and about episode 6 the guy's like well that was the first time I heard about the Canadian kid uh, Matt Boylan and he was and I was like holy shit did he say what and then yeah. I then I googled his name and then Flat Earth came up all over the place I, I was like Boylan was doing it as a stunt oh I think so too yeah I like think it, he still is yeah yeah I, mean, I, that's, that, but that's I think point. it's the biggest like, joke of all the no, jokes that's his point he was like I was fucking around but now they're using all my shit, so I right. want some fucking like compensation here, yeah. like. like a Gavin McInnes type. Yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of. All right, so so back to fucking up. Uh, Paul Ronka, and he works at Just for Laughs now. I know Paul Ronka. So Paul, uh, Paul was never a fantastic comedian, and he was a comic. He was a comic, I yeah. He started that. out as a... He just did it for a couple of years, but then he became a club owner. Interesting. And then, obviously, he was better on the management sure, side of things, yeah. and then now he's, he's yeah. running part of the festival, right? So uh, he was he on stage, big right? Big wig at the festival, yeah. So what ended up happening where on a show that Sugar Sammy produced, he should have hosted the whole fucking thing. So then they got their taste of Sugar Sammy. Right. Should have hosted this whole shebang because everybody knew him. Instead, Sugar Sammy puts himself right before the, the closers, and what ends up happening, as Sugar's walking off the stage, the crowd goes with him. Why? And wow. Oh, they, they just they, He's done. Well, yeah, and then they're all walking to the back. There was standing behind where they had all the chairs set up. There was probably about 50 people around him. No joke, 40 at least. What was the venue? Uh, it was somewhere in Concordia, probably one of the okay. Concordia bars. Okay. I walk up on stage and Reggie's? just suck a bag of dick. Is it? Like, oh, wow. I, I, had, I was horrible. I was horrible. I think I was supposed to do 20 minutes. I did but it, seven. But it was right after. I did seven it. minutes. And I back in the day when I just started, you know, you, when you're a young comic, you, as far as fucking up, you, like, you always just try to get a groan because in your head that's still a response and fuck them. You know, someone, I'm better someone, than this. Someone was listening. So I was, <laughs> trying to, I was trying to do one of my jokes where I got a stupid groan. And it was like, I wonder if there's eating disorders in the third world. Just a bunch of hungry, chi- uh, just a bunch of hungry chicks with fat bellies. Or I can't remember. It was yeah, stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid. <laughs> and some beautiful girl in the front goes, 
you suck. And, like, Ugh. she looked me right in the eyes and said, you suck. And it was like a shotgun blast. Yeah. I bailed. Wow. I think I was supposed to do 20. I did seven minutes, man. Fucking wow. Bailed. Bye-bye. That, uh, that was some humble fucking pie. Ugh. I hate that day. When was this? Oh, that Circle would have been one. 1999. Wow. And it's 1999. Yeah. I was like, and how old were you then? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was... <laughs> I was uh, 21, 22, uh, 22 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, something did you have like a lot of like, Y2K material? I was 13 years old. Did you have a lot of saying? Y2K material? Yeah, yeah, I still use it all the time. <laughs> and my Jean Chrétien impression, right? <laughs> exactly. I didn't know Ron was a comedian. Hey, that's, that's uh, wait, you, why, 2K, who cares? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, guess, like, Ron, I, don't know, I don't know that guy, but like, I see him around all the fucking time. And I know who, he's Chrétien? Like, Ronca. Yeah, yeah, Jean Chrétien. Oh, Paul Ronca. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, who else did you know? Like, I'm boiling, yeah. You know this guy? You You've told me guy? about him. He's like a visual artist and like wow. he does all kinds of Very shit. Very talented cat. And his comedy was, he was probably one of the most brilliant comics I ever worked with. I like he's like, unbelievably I, funny. I started around like 2009 and I think I got to know him at, uh, what's his face, uh, George Braithwaite's right. Too Much Room. Right. And because like, he hung out there a lot. Yeah. So, and that was, that was fun. But like. And I was like, gone at that time. You were not around? I was Halifax. Right. Yeah. But like he was like. And then I started seeing him at shows and shit, and he would do this bit with a fucking laptop, and would just go through, like, like a fucking PowerPoint presentation on, like, various conspiracy theories and shit. And it wasn't yeah, he even kinda, really jokes. It was just, I, like... I remember I towards... Like real into it. Yeah, it was Yeah, I remember as, as recent as, like, let's say 2004 or five when I was still in town. Like, I remember him calling me once, and he's he's like, where are you right now? I was like... I, I'm I'm at the uh, I'm golfing. He's like, where? And I'm like, I'm next to the airport. He's like, do you see the chemtrails? Do you see the chemtrails? And it was, yeah, yeah. He was all conspiracy. He went a full on conspiracy theory. That's yeah, amazing. Alrighty. <laughs> Question number four. If we go talk about conspiracy theories, it's gonna talk about like another hour. Question Walter, number four. Walter's gonna get gonna get deep. Walter can you know Walter can go deep on conspiracy theories. Not really surface deep. Surface deep. You can talk a while about them. Yeah. Question number four. <laughs> lizard lizard people. Um, is question four from last week or no? Yeah, that's yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Question that's, four is from last week. We had uh, last week's guys. We had a professional wrestler slash indie wrestling. So the promoter. green guy, what's his name? Huh? Not the green the, guy. Not the, the, green not the guy, guy I not met. Brief, no, not Phantom. No, not the, the guy fan. who occasionally has employed him. Me? No, employed the Phantom. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, giant indie, tiger. Indie wrestler slash promoter. Giant, giant tiger. tiger. Okay. Runs uh, Battle, Battle War, War professional wrestling. They've run they month. More or less monthlies out of Foofs for like a long time. Yeah, seventy some odd episodes. Yeah. Once a month. Once a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that is a lot, eh? Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway. It. Do you follow wrestling at all? Uh, a little bit. A I little used bit. to. Not so, so much. Do you know? Do you know, do you know Kevin Owens? No. Damn. So is that Montreal what, guy? What was the question? I was going to say his last. Anyway, famous wrestlers like have their last matches in Montreal. At this guy's thing, right, right, like right. You don't need to offer this much content. It's the retirement. I'm just telling yeah, him that it's, it's not sunset. The, the sunset indie, wrestling, he calls it. Yeah. Going from indie to pro I'm just shit, trying to like. set the set the stage that it's not some church basement nonsense. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, they employ Walter. Wait, no, that makes it yeah. more church basement. It's either guys that haven't made it or guys that used Are to used to up. have it on the way up. Yeah, or, yeah on the exactly. way up. Yeah, exactly. If you were the like, so you wake up tomorrow, and the earth is empty. You're the last person on Earth. Like, nothing catastrophic happened. There's just, everyone's gone. What do you do? Like, just they're all vanished. And you're all alone? You're all alone. You still have, like, everything is still in, in working order. There's no bombs have gone off. You're just all alone on the planet Earth. As it is tomorrow. 
I guess you drive down to California and start freaking moving from house to house. You know, yeah. like, uh, what do you do? You I, know? Yeah, that would be pretty... Uh, that I, did you watch uh, Last Man? Uh, what is it called? Last, Last Man, Man on Earth. Earth? Yeah, 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 that was great. Will Forte, yeah. Yeah, the, the, one of the producers is uh, Tim McCullough. He's from Montreal. He's actually, uh, yeah, he's a good kid from the West Island. Um, so just live life on the beach, like go to Huntington. I think you'd have mansion, to live like live life on the beach, yeah. yeah but yeah. it'd really suck. I mean, you'd yeah. Head down what do you, to the OC and do? live in a mansion. I think that's it. Yeah. You'd have to just move from mansion to mansion and just fucking uh, try out all the Ferraris, you right? You wouldn't want to like. So my my answer was try to get into the Pentagon to, just to see what's up. All right, I think there'd be maybe maybe getting into the back like when now that I've thought about it, possibly the Vatican. Like okay. try to find I thought the you were going to say the bad cave for yeah, some also reason. Also try to find the real bad cave. <laughs> but like possibly the Vatican to find those weird like creepy secret rooms. Mm. I don't know how I'd get to the Vatican. Like Pentagon seemed doable I could drive there. Vatican, I don't know how I don't know how alone I could get across an ocean, but I could Drive to the Vatican. I th- no, drive to the Pentagon. I Pentagon, think. Pentagon, yeah, and get there. Pentagon's doable. But yeah, Pentagon, and just to see what like what's in a file folder, you know, and just like just to see what's up. Yeah, that's a good question. But yeah, Vatican would be one. But you, you would just go live life, live life out in California. I think I just live life on the beach. You know, like what else could you do? Pretty it's thing. good. It's good. That's it's fine. Uh, and now we've gotten to the point where you need to pose. Ask a our next guest a question. Snappy question to uh, our next episode. Next guest. Who knows who they will be? They could be a comedian. They could be an athlete. They could be a wrestler, mm-hmm. visual artist, musician. I, I was going to ask artist. maybe an art question. And as, as, as far as artists, uh, who's your favorite? Artist? Who's your favorite artist? Be it poet, musician. Of any genre. Multi, uh, yeah, poet, musician, or painter. But no, but I got... But it, like your top, like right outside top. of outside of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like who's the artist that moves you and why? Oh, who's the artist that moves you? Walter, Christopher Walken, and why? He did that and why? Uh, because weapon of choice music video. Weapon of, weapon of choice music video. <laughs> Decades of striving for artistic purity at the cost of, uh, you know, perhaps not achie- achie- always achieving mainstream success, but in just like, you know, really entertaining your. Who fan was base. the an- What was Christopher the answer? Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. You could go with this, or you could go with that. You could go with this, or you could go with that. Yeah. It's weapon of choice. Um, I thought you were singing the Arch Truth song. Yeah. No. What's up? <laughs> um, and I, the first thing that pops into my mind that I'm going to go with was Marilyn Manson. Huh? Marilyn Manson. 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 Oh, uh, <laughs> it's the rib thing. I mean, I always wanted to suck my own cock. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, the the one that the one that sticks out, and I've said it like a number of times, is, is Donald Glover. Like, it's insanity. Who? Like, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover is just the most AKA talented childish actor. Gambino, yeah. Actor slash rapper slash SNL writer slash 30 Rock writer. Was he an SNL writer? Yeah, I think he did a stint at SNL, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was a staff writer at SNL. We're not talking the guy on Lethal Weapon, right? No. No, 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 no. no, no, no my no, God. No, 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 I think I've made that That's mistake. That's Danny Glover. No, but just a guy that can sit there and, like, make a television show that are, is smart and, like, insane and, uh, like, surreal in Atlanta 
then produce music that I also enjoy, then be young Lando Calrissian in a Star Wars. Oh, that is a... Like, he was the best part of that movie. Yeah, he was great also in that film. Was it was it had a good run on community with like as just sitcom y stuff. I'm like I was like, how do you just sit down at any table you're at and be like, I'm gonna make this work regardless of like medium or whatever? And like I wouldn't necessarily say universally home runs, but just like still more or less like solid doubles. Like any any chair you decide to sit in, you're like Music, comedy, acting, just, like, all over the place. And stuff that I enjoy. And then he, like, last year recorded, like, This Is America, which is, like, as a song, was moving. And yeah. I had already been into him as a comedian. And it's just, like, just all over the map of just a guy who's, like, yeah, I'm good at all the things. And I can just, like, apply my brain to whatever situation and just, like, kill it. Like, it blows me out of the water, like... Every time I think about what this guy's done in his career, and he's you ever like get blown in the water. Have you ever been blown in the water by a <laughs> um, by an alien with like stilts? You know? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, only twice underwater. But yeah, no, it it's doesn't absurd. happen often enough. But that I think he's the artist. I think that I would just like it'd be insane. Yeah. What's your answer, Andrew? Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, I think you guys brought up music because that that also gives me. Then I'm like, oh man, like I wasn't even thinking that, but I was I was thinking more of a classical uh, in my head when I kind of posed it, and it would be Rodin, like uh, the sculpture, the okay. sculptor. Okay. Um, just because I don't understand it, and and uh, I've never had a piece of work. Um, he did. He did. A, it's going to sound uh, very bizarre. Uh, but I, I actually walked into a room. I was all alone at the Rodin Museum. And uh, I was face-to-face with this, this work that he did where he actually got accused of casting an actual human being. Like this uh, fucking uh, sculpture is so perfect. Right, because it like, looks... Yeah. It, it's a, like, like the it, concept is that he trapped a man in stone. Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> and uh, it's bronze. And he, uh, the guy is like... Um, Kind of has his, his his hand to his head. He's kind of yeah, like, yeah. woe is me, like leaning back a bit. But his body's beautiful. Like, he's perfect. I actually, I walked into the room. It was only that that piece and myself. And I wept. Oh, my God. Wow. I, it was b- the most bizarre thing ever. It was so perfect that I actually, I had, uh, yeah, I actually had uh, water come out of my face. It was the craziest thing. Rodin. I've never been, Rodin. yeah, Rodin. It was, was, it, it was so impressive. Like those old? Uh, I was so impressed what that I was moved. Question. It's so good. No, but, but those, like, those like classic, classic like Renaissance sculptors and stuff, like blows, like a, the one that always, it's obvious, they're like, but like a Michelangelo, when you just think about the scale of stuff that he was doing, but without any modern technology. Or whatever, you know? He did Real, sculpt. Huh? Oh, did Michelangelo sculpt? David, oh, yeah, he did. The David, bro? Yeah, he did David. The huge, huge statue with a teeny-weeny penis. That was Michelangelo? Was yeah. yeah, that was Michelangelo. Da Vinci, da Vinci oh. did other things. Michelangelo da Vinci didn't do David? I don't think Da Vinci did da, David. I think I it was Michelangelo. So. Now I'm confused. Yeah. Michelangelo painted the ceiling. Michelangelo did the Sistine yeah, But it, a lot of those guys were Who like uh, triple threats back you know, then. Yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah. they had a lot of skill. Which also blows my mind. We talked about Donald Glover. Who did the David? Yeah, Michelangelo. I, I, yeah, Michelangelo. It was Michelangelo. It wasn't Da Vinci. But yeah, so like the guy that in 1500 sculpts this thing that's massive. Pretty, no uh, like modern measurements. You had like rulers and like a sextant. Or I don't even know what the... And, and I just don't understand it. I just don't understand and how you're like, you... And I'm going to make this perfect thing yeah. that's massive. And then you're like, and now I'm going to paint the roof of the Sistine Chapel. And you're like, 
Who are you? What can't you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he had a lot of people working. And for Da Vinci him. was for sure. also a genius in the same. Uh, yeah, same he made way. like a helicopter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, he's like <laughs> he's like here are here are the blueprints for a functioning helicopter. Hey. Well, I think hey. it was actually a whirly gig, but whatever. Hey. <laughs> but like, just think about how hard it is to like make something in Play-Doh that looks anything, and you're like, nope, so- solid. Freaking marble, 17 feet tall. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's huge. I'm going to sculpt a perfect dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like, whoops, oh, I knocked his head off. Fuck. You know, like, no, nope. Let's start over, yeah. A g- giant slab of marble, 1,500, 17 feet tall. I think we think tall. that he has, like, a small dick because we're so used to, like, porn dicks, though. No, 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 but it, yeah. Did you, you know? know <laughs> did you know? So we're going to end this on this factoid. Porn dicks? The reason that the dick is small. It's because of where you're looking at So it that from. the emperor would feel adequate. No. Uh, supposedly, it's meant to represent the precise moment when David perceives Goliath. And he's like, whoa! And the retraction. <laughs> no. like, that's why the balls are high and the dick is small. And he's me. still like, I'm, I got this. And but his like, shit's going up in himself. But it's the natural. It's supposed to be like the, his. No, his, I've never heard that. That can't be right. Google it. Google it. The no, body, sure the body is supposed to. The entire body and pose is supposed to say like be like. Trying to stay confident. Why is he naked? Because I don't know. He was, David was naked, but the entire body pose is supposed to be like the moment of like retaining your confidence in the this face of bullshit. like an unwinnable situation. We'll All right, Google it. Next week we're returning to check the that out. I that's think. apparently the reason, the whole thing. Like it's supposed to show like the muscles taut and everything. Right, right. I. Supposedly, that is. I like. like I like my emperor theory. Is there like another th- like statue out there though, where like where like David has like a huge hard on, a raging hard on? Yeah, exactly. Like, as, as Goliath approaches, David demonstrates bravery by having a <laughs> massive erection. Like. <laughs> Uh, uh, this has been Andrew Albert on Go Plug Yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yeah. you, Keith, for being here today. All right. And uh, Andrew. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Do you want to get into any other plugs real quick? Uh, I was like, no, I'm good. Of, I'm good. I got an album coming up. That's it. Piranha, piranha. Yo, can you help get me and Reese signed to the X? And we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're out in Halifax, like we have some listeners in Halifax. You're, you're, you're all over there. You have what in Halifax? We have listeners in Halifax. Oh, right on. Yeah, you're, I'm going to be. there, the Halifax Comedy Fest, right after this comes out. You got it. You have a, the album should probably be, you can Google it if we don't have a link for yep. it by then, uh, Guns and Yoga. Yeah, you can get, get you can find it on my website uh, by then, uh, yep. info. Okay. Anything else you want to throw out there? No, I'm just happy to be uh, hanging with you guys. Listen, good cats. listen, if you Google Andrew Albert, as we've just discussed, he's probably coming to your city. Soon. Chances are. <laughs> Sometimes. Chances are in the next six months I'm somewhere. Dang. Thanks a lot. Walter, do you have anything to throw out other than... What's this coming out? Uh, this is coming out the 18th. There may or may not be a massive 420 show happening that I'm like in the process of producing. All right. And secret locations, secret presu- show, lots of laughs. Presuming it happens, you know, drop me a line. Does 420 even happen anymore now it's legal? It, it does. And uh, uh, drop me a line and I'll it's tell just you about cool. it. It's just not cool. Yeah, it's just not cool <laughs> no, anymore. No, it's, it's very cool. No, the show will be it's super cool. cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, just, you know, ask me about it. World's smallest open mic, all that stuff. World's smallest. We got Andrew Albert. That's a great show. I Andrew love Albert. that show. Hey. Uh, Andrew Albert is closing next Piranha. Yeah. On uh, the last uh, Tuesday of April, the 23rd. Something yep. like that. Yep. yep. We said that one already. So that's that. And uh, yeah. Cool, man. Go plug yourself, everybody.
Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.